Private Lender Podcast, Episode 56. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from Charles Lamb, who said, The human species, according to the best theory I can form of it, is composed of two distinct races, the men who borrow and the men who lend. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Listen, if you're looking for a way to learn how to increase wealth by using time-tested methods in an ever-changing world, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Private Lender Podcast, the only podcast whose mission is to teach people how to become private lenders and to create an economy where people just like you and me can confidently invest and build wealth with old-world pragmatism and without banks or Wall Street. My name is Keith Baker, and I'd like to welcome you to episode number 56. Today I'll be speaking of a few of the ways I protect my money in a market that has peaked or is already uh, trending downward, and I really want to get straight into that topic, so let's go ahead and thank our sponsor. This episode of the Private Lender Podcast is proudly sponsored by CountyTaxSaleApp.org. With CountyTaxSaleApp.org, you get a very powerful lead generation tool in the palm of your hand, on your laptop, desktop, or any device you choose. Get real-time alerts for between 300 and 600 properties every month that are coming up for the foreclosure auction in Harris County, Texas, the third largest county in the United States. With this intuitive design and interface, the County Tax Sale app lets you search all properties with highly motivated sellers that are coming up for foreclosure auction. Simply search the map and click on a property to learn important details about that property, such as the address, owner's contact info, minimum bid, and a street view photo. You can save properties to your favorites and contact the sellers directly and receive email and text alerts if one of your favorite properties is redeemed or canceled prior to the auction. You can even listen to Sammy Gupta on episode 28 of this podcast as he discusses all the powerful features and benefits of CountyTaxSaleApp.org. For more information, go to the Private Lender Podcast sponsor page, the show notes page for this episode, or to CountyTaxSaleApp.org. That's CountyTaxSaleApp.org. And as always, a big thank you to our sponsors and friends over at CountyTaxSaleApp.org and over at 713REA.com. If you are able to support them in any way, please do go by and say hi to them uh, and tell them Keith sent you. So now let's get to the nut cutting, as we say in my neck of the woods, or as the decent people like to say, down to brass tacks. So I want to share with you three really kind of four ways that I used to uh, keep my money protected in, in, in a market that I, you know, that has peaked and is trending down or, uh, you know, are, are, are we there yet? Now, I know many have asked, uh, you know, what what's my opinion on the current market? And as I record this episode in early January of 2019, uh, I will only say that it appears the market has cooled a bit in my in my area, in my backyard. I'm not sounding any alarms. You know, all markets ebb and flow, tides rise and fall, and sometimes they're insane bubbles and crashes. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> so my answer is this. Right now, I'm agnostic on the U.S. real estate market, neither hot nor cold. Um, I really don't see uh, massive waves uh, 
affecting my area at, at this moment in time. Uh, however, you know, as if they if those trends are become fear or doom inducing, well then I will, um, I'll certainly change my tact. And, and, and as we say, it's almost, you know, I was thinking the other day, I need to start paying more attention to the national indicators a little bit more. Maybe I'll do another episode on that, uh, here in the near future on kind of what they measure, what they mean. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm just, now I'm just talking out loud, thinking out loud. So let's go ahead and get into, I think it's four things and I'll try to drill down a little bit without going down too many rabbit trails. But uh, the first thing I like to do, the market slowing down is I like to slow down and by that really go through my underwriting criteria, tighten up my borrowing requirements and really take my time doing my due diligence because things can change, you know, in a heartbeat. And a lot of people have, you know, let's face it, uh, some people lose money and I don't want to be one of those. So I may start requiring that the borrower have a little bit more money in a savings account just in case the the loan goes longer. Say if it's a six-month loan, I'd like to start seeing a little bit more as days on market increase. It's going to take longer, so I'd like to see that they're ready for that, the borrower is, is ready for that. Or if they're renter, or sorry, landlords, you know, what's, what's the quality of their portfolio? And this may seem, seem counterintuitive to you guys, but I would rather have somebody who has very low income housing in their portfolio, a lot of it, because that always cash flows in good times and bad. And big, 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 nice, big houses, when they sit vacant, they sit vacant for a while and it hurts on uh, your monthly expenses. So without anything to offset it. So that's uh, that's number one. Uh, number two in the tightening up of my borrowing requirements is I scrutinize and that's that's the comps. And sometimes I start to uh, start to factor in a downside price contingency. So, you know, for example, ten percent go into it thinking you're going to lose ten percent the day that you close on the value of the home. That is, so go with that in mind. Are you still comfortable making that loan, knowing that in two years you'll be back, most likely be back or near the the rate the the, the ARV that you loaned upon? I like to I like to tighten up the radius on the comps map, and and I won't go more than I don't like to go more than a quarter or a half mile if possible. I mean, I know this is kind of pie in the sky stuff. Uh, you, know, you may be in a very rural area, and this does does not apply to you. But in uh, a major metroplex such as the Houston area, and in, in town, out in the suburbs, whatnot, the tighter the radius, uh, the better. Don't cross any major roads or intersections. Just, you know, keep it keep it nice and tight because sections of neighborhoods are different, and you know some comps may inflate the ARV a bit. So you want to you want to really tighten up that radius, and you know, the tighter the better. And I want to see how the days on the on market are they increasing, and are prices decreasing. But what where's you know where's the trend? So you can kind of factor that into your downside contingency as well. Downside price contingency, I should say. And then I tighten up on the age of the comps as well. You know, the last thirty days is best. You know, sixty is okay. You know, if if possible, don't go more than ninety days out. That's my preference. That's my personal preference. You may have something different. Your your market may act completely counter to mine. But 
if it does, you'll start thinking of 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 this in in, in terms of how you would lend in, in your markets. The eight, again, the um, no more than ninety days. I don't like one eighty days at all when it when the market's going down. I mean, anything at one hundred eighty or more uh, days is 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 just as outdated as a, a you know a rotary phone or my Atari twenty six hundred. So the the more recent the comp, the better. Uh, the other way is uh, LTV. You know, in rising markets, I'll, I'll go up to a seventy percent, generally speaking, on a flip or a, a cash out refi or anything like that. However, I'm right now at sixty five percent, just because I'm I'm skittish. I mean, personally, I'm skittish. So if if I have money to lend, it won't be more than sixty five. And depending on how things go, I'm going to give myself the next thirty days to try to dig down into the national scene to see how things look. But, you know, that may stay in there. But I think, you know, with the Trump effect and everything, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. So why not go ahead and reduce it down to 65% loan to value? Or sorry, 65% ARV, after repaired value, all in. And, you know, we can always take it down from there. Now, if you're underwriting with really, really good investors, sometimes you're only at 50%. So you don't you don't have to low, you don't have to lower your LTV, but you know those deals don't appear every day. But those are the kind of investors you should go after, because they're building in security into your investment already, just just by negotiating the deal. And the final thing that I've done, I wanted to share with you guys today, that when when I get uncertain or I'm unsure, I have looked for longer terms with sort of older and more established. Landlords and sellers, like my partner Landon, for example, I go. I tend to go to those who are very experienced. It, it adds. It's it's another layer of, of safety, so to speak. It's it's not a guarantee, but when it comes to mitigating risk, that is is one of the ways to do it. So I look for a lot. So I'll, maybe I'll go in a three year term. I'll say, okay, so uh, say Landon wants to seller finance a home. Needs I get the first lien, and but he needs to tie it up for three years at it, uh, well, he owes me, so let's say ten percent. But now he'll, he'll argue for eight. But you know, for three years, I don't have to work that money. And as long as Landon's wife is making the payments, they've never been late. When it was Landon had the pocketbook, uh, he he his first very first payment to me was late. <laughs> so uh, they they've done really well afterwards. But you know, I, I there's a certain level there that I know. While it's only eight percent, I don't have to work that money for three years. It's like a three year CD. And if anything goes wrong, I can go get a piece of property. So I, I look at that as not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's the longer play versus the short, quick, fast money. But that makes it no less a valid strategy. It's one that I employ in, in, in my portfolio. And, you know, something that you may want to consider as well. So there you, ha- there you have it. The Kind of the four things I like to use to mitigate risk in a, in a down market. However, I kind of alluded to it earlier. If you're, you know, if you, if you underwrite this thing, if you're, if you're, you've got quality investors bringing quality deals and you're bringing you great LTV, then a lot of that is sort of already built in. You I mean, do your due diligence, but it's just a, another factor that there's more room for error, I guess. So should be a little safety, a little uh, feeling of, of maybe a warm and fuzzy. So, and for that, I'm going to ask you for the price of going to iTunes and leaving a rating and review or a Google podcast at your SoundCloud or whatever platform. But please, please help spread the word. 
and the more ratings and reviews that, that the podcast gets, the more people like yourself can, can hear it and can learn and we can start building that community and economy uh, quicker. So you can connect with me at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Bigger Pockets, and probably the easiest thing to do is just go to the privatelenderpodcast.com and look for all of those uh, notes or those links there, there should be in the show notes and, and in other places on the website. And I'm going to ask that you go to privatelenderacademy.com and sign up to get on the uh, quote air quotes, Keith promises to deliver the Private Lender Academy, end of quotes, waiting list and be the first to learn how to gain access once it goes live. Well, I'd like to thank you for listening to me ramble on today. And please keep reaching out to me via email and social. I greatly appreciate the feedback. It, uh, it, it helps me uh, keep, keep, keep me going and keep me thinking about things that I can, I can bring up on the air and, and talk to you guys about and things that we can communicate. So I wish you guys safe and prosperous private lending, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time. Baba Bowie.